Coming up on the podcast, we discuss Serena Williams and the controversy surrounding her U.S. Open Finals match. We also discuss many, many topics regarding week one in the NFL, including Deshaun Watson. That is what I've been talking about, even though I love the kid to death. That is what I was talking he about. He was rusty. He was very, not only was he very rusty, he played against the New England Patriots defensive team that's, they're not that great, but what we're going to find out and what I think we're going to see is a lot of these teams have kind of, they're going to, I don't want to say, I don't want to call it a sophomore slump because I don't think he's going to go through that. But for him to come, for us to think that he's going to come back and produce half as good as he did last year during those six games, I think it's crazy. So hopefully people have tempered expectations about him because I'm telling you, what what we saw last year was lightning in a bottle. You're tuned into the new channel sports podcast, the ultimate sports talk podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the New Channel Sports Podcast. My name is Oenyi. I am on with you today. I am joined with my co-host, Big Time Trey. Is that is that a good nickname for you? Big Time? Can <laughs> big I call time. you Big Time? <laughs> big Time Trey. What's going down, bro? Man. Oh, not much. Not not much. Took a took a beating. This weekend, so both I'm, of our teams. <laughs> so, I still got to give a shout out to Cowboy Nation fans hanging there. Step away from the ledge. It's just week one. We're it's just right. one game, right? But less than three weeks away from King James lacing it up for Laker Nation, mm. Denver Nuggets preseason game. Is it too early to be focusing on on mm. basketball preseason? <laughs> Yeah. It's too early. No, it's not. <laughs> you know, when you have LeBron James joining a brand new team and that team being the LA Lakers, it's gonna be lights, camera, action. It doesn't care what it is. Oh, I was talking about about how bad the Cowboys play. Oh, never mind. <laughs> never mind. <laughs> so, never mind. So I this is a perfect moment for us to start off our, our new segment. Trey, Trey, kick us off with our with our new segment, bro. So a weekend full of sports, we have an opportunity to see a bunch of things. So we'd like to start off by going over something that we both uh, will have some takes on. And that will be the good, the bad, and, and the ugly. The ugly. There was the a lot of ugly. Ugly. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to try and hold it to one take each So uh, on mm, each one. That's so going to be difficult, sir. It's going to be very difficult. So for the, the ugly. <laughs> <laughs> so can I, can I start with the yes, good? Sir. Go ahead, sir. Man, my good... There was there was some good this weekend, but my good um, from the weekend had to be Khalil Mack. Mm. I knew Khalil Mack was a beast, but I had no idea that kid could play like that. So to have the highest contract, the richest contract in NFL history, I don't think you just kind of can deserve that off of one game. But if what he did um, this weekend, if that's a glimpse of what he's going to be able to do in the Bears uniform, that's going to be awesome. The pressure that he put on Aaron Rodgers and Sean Kaiser having those offensive linemen basically in their laps. Two tackles, another assisted tackle, one sack, a strip sack. That strip sack was unbelievable. Um, An interception and a touchdown after no preseason, um, no 
training camp or anything like that? I thought that was that was great to see. That was refreshing. And being a quarterback, I don't like that type of stuff, but he played well. Yeah, um, Camille Mack was a beast out there uh, among boys, <laughs> to say the least. My good is also a defensive player. Uh, Tyron Matthew, Houston Texans. Dope. Yeah, I, I, you know, at least there was some good come out that game. But he played well. I think he's exactly what the Texans were looking for in that position. He was a leader. He was out there being aggressive. He was making plays. He had that big interception that, you know, kind of shifted the momentum a little bit. He was a leader. I mean, he was on the bench, you know, kind of getting in Kevin Johnson, you know, criticizing him. And that's exactly what they need. I think this is what they expected from Ed Reed when they signed him away while back. But uh, Tyron Matthew was best, definitely a good sign in that game. One of the few. Absolutely. Absolutely. Moving on to the bad. There's a lot of bad. Mm. There's a lot of bad. But luckily, we're going to separate the bad and the ugly. Do you want to change the song to Michael Jackson's bad? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that's what we should do. Uh, For the bad, man, my bad. And it could have been ugly, but there was something uglier than this to me. But Ben Roethlisberger was bad. Mm. Ben Roethlisberger was really bad. And I know they tied the Browns. And I know he threw for 335 yards and threw... um, Three interceptions, but that's just not going to work. One touchdown, three interceptions. Could have easily been five, and one pick should have ended the game. The Browns should have won that game. Uh, and they just, you know, they, they didn't know how to finish. But Ben Roethlisberger looked every bit of his age. I know the weather had something to do with it. I know there was distractions with Le'Veon Bell. But for them to be playing the AFC Championship game like a lot of people thought that they were, he's going to have to step up. Yeah. I'm, he was He was closer to... To ugly though he could have he could have been ugly oh he really could have been <laughs> um but the piss receivers they did have some games last year where they look kind of iffy also attributed to ben roethlisberger so that's not really a big surprise i do expect them to bounce back um i don't know if they're ever going to get Le'Veon bell back connor was a great villain but my bad <laughs> my bad <laughs> but um bill o'brien oh I, 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 I just <laughs> Man, it's the same old Bill O'Brien, man. I feel like even though the game wasn't really close, there was a a point in the game where Rob Gronkowski had a so-called catch. It was not a catch. I think it would have been overturned. But he was afraid to pull the trigger. And that led to some points by the Lincoln Patriots. If he would have thrown that flag, the Texans stopped him. That might have changed momentum. On the other end of the spectrum, you look at Bill Belichick, um, Deshaun Watson, not Deshaun Watson, um... DeAndre Hopkins had a catch. The Texans tried to hurry up, you know, get the playoff. He throws a flag. I don't even know if he knew it was a catch or not. No, it was ruled a catch, but at least he took the opportunity. He took the risk to maybe get overturned. And that's what you have to do as a head coach. Bill O'Brien needs to, he needs to unleash these players and he needs to take some risks. That's the only way the Texans are going to progress as a team. And I just look at that as being, since I saw the same Bill O'Brien and some of the things that he was doing, I think it's the same old text. Even if the, even if the game was close, because the game wasn't close. So I don't want anybody to be fooled by the score. The game was not close. Right. Even if it, was, if it was close, I do not trust Bill O'Brien to make the right decisions in a big game. That's tough. That's really tough. And I, I couldn't agree with you more on that. I was hoping that my side piece got that win. But they just proved it too much. And it all boils down to leadership. And there's no better than, than what they have been doing. For the ugly, for me, the ugly was very, very, and this was hard. This was really, really hard. But the ugly for me has to be none other than America's team 
the Dallas Cowboys. Mm. Dope. <laughs> <laughs> that display of football was so ugly, and I mentioned it on the show last week that they can't just not play these guys at all during preseason. I, I, every team that did that suffered. They really suffered. And I think the, the Texans are one of those teams as yeah, well. Yeah, this is a lot you, of teams. You look, it looked as if this was just another preseason game to get started, and they fell behind. And again, that, score, that game wasn't that close either. Cowboys lose 16-8. I don't know that that game was that close either, but they just looked terrible. Ezekiel Elliott didn't have running lanes like he normally does. Dak Prescott was throwing the ball in the dirt over receiver's head where they had no chance. Um, Linehan, I don't know what type of offense he was calling. I don't think it'll be any better if Jason Garrett was calling it. It's as if we don't have any type of leadership. We look look lethargic out there. That, that was so embarrassing. That was a crappy, 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 crappy football game between both teams, to be quite honest with you. Um, minus uh, Cam Newton running for 70, whatever how many yards he had yesterday. I can't remember. I'll try to forget it off the top of my head. But that was bad. That was bad. So the Dallas Cowboys are going to have to get stuff together. You're really wrong, quick. sir. It was ugly. It was ugly. <laughs> no, you're right. It was ugly. I just can't believe it. So I, I'm hoping. I'm hoping that they turn this up around. I know it's only week one. I'm not jumping off the the cliff yet. I'm not trying to say the season's over. But if they come out that and play like that two or three games in a row um, to try and get their stuff together, you know, teams that are winning like the Eagles, um, Redskins beat up on the Cardinals, find yourself in a hole you can't get out of. I feel like I'm giving out an award. My <laughs> my award for it, ugly goes to a, a whole team in general. I Uh-oh. I had a a couple of things I could have said was ugly, but the, the Buffalo Bills <laughs> that was that was ugly, horrendous. Your mama said you ugly. <laughs> <laughs> you ugly. You ugly. Yeah, that's the song they should have played after the game. There should have been a a cheerleading squad <laughs> in their locker room. Singing that song, um, ten total first downs in that game. One hundred and fifty-three total yards in that game. Seventy passing yards in that game. Eighty-three rushing yards in that game. Two turnovers. He was sacked six times. Ten penalties. <sighs> Allen went six of fifteen. For seventy-four yards. I mean, whew, they, they and they were beat down forty-seven to three. Like that is that is almost beyond uh, out of control. That is they don't deserve to be in the NFL. No, that was bad. You know, and it, 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 I mean that's that's two wins right there for anybody in that division. Easy, easy. easy. Um, Lord have mercy. I'm, I'm, you know, that's the only thing that that's helping me stay up is the fact that the Buffalo Bills are in the NFL. You can't because if not for the Buffalo Bills, I don't know what I'll be thinking right now. Yeah, but that was pretty bad. Yeah, that, that was pretty bad. That was that. That was definitely definitely ugly. Um, yeah, not that was sight for sore eyes. Ugh. So that was the good, the bad, and the ugly. We'll be doing that more often throughout our podcast. You want to kick off talking about the the the, the Cowboys or the Texans? What you want to do? Um, Leave that to you, sir. You want to talk about Tiger Woods? <laughs> hey, we man. can talk about the Cowboys. <laughs> we can talk about the Cowboys. Man, the Cowboys, the Cowboys offense looked bad. They just, Ezekiel Elliott was probably the only bright spot that I saw there. A couple of flashes mm-hmm. from Ezekiel Elliott. The passing game looked 
terrible. Terrible, terrible, terrible. Even when they had the opportunity to tie the game or try to tie the game at the end, I knew what was going to happen. It just, the play calling wasn't there. Dak Prescott seemed off. But it, we have to make sure that everybody understands this is week one. A lot of these teams that you saw lose week one, they are going to get better. Yeah. Through the course of the season. They are. I don't want, like you said, no one's going to jump off a bridge or anything like that. It's just week one. But from what I saw week one, I don't know if it was the Dallas Cowboys defense that was that good or if it was the Carolina offense that that was that bad. The defense played pretty good to me on that side of yes. the of the of the note. But the Cowboys have a lot of work to do. They do. Yeah, they do. That that was that was a poor attempt at trying to look like an NFL football team. I just I don't I don't understand. Um I'm hoping that I'm hoping that things get a little bit better for them sooner rather than later. Uh, but that you can't come out and, and try and do that. I want to say they had like either one first down or one possession inside on the, on, in the Panthers territory, um, in the first half. Yeah. Um, I think, I think that was the first time since what 2015 or something. Yeah. It they was played the Redskins. Bad. I mean, Dak was. 19, 19 for 29, 170 yards. Zeke had 69 yards. This isn't a team where you're going to just run the ball all over them, right? So I don't think anybody expected Zeke to go out and get 150 yards in a couple of touchdowns. Nobody expected that. Uh, but, I mean, technically. They only scored one one touchdown, right? Cam Newton was 17 for 26 and 161 yards. So mm-hmm. technically, um, Dak had a better passing game than he did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Cam just got 58 yards rushing. You got that defense, man. Yeah, and that defense made a big difference. So, I mean, that defense is probably, that if there's a bright spot, the defense mm-hmm. is probably better than what most people thought they were going to be mm-hmm. because Cam Newton led the team in passing and rushing yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, so he he did that for them. So I don't think the Cowboys are going to be that bad defensively. Now it's time for the offense to, yeah. to do it. In the past, it's been offense and defense was giving up 38 points a game. 30 points a game. Now it's the other way around. Yeah, you alluded to this in the first game when the Falcons played the um, uh, Philadelphia Eagles. The offense is going to take a step back. Absolutely. Because a lot of players didn't play in the preseason. The defenses, they're ready to go. A lot of these offenses that you did see that were not able to produce in this first week, they're definitely going to be different week two, week three, week four, and down the line. Um, unless you're Tampa Bay and the New Orleans Saints, which we're clicking all cylinders in that game. But as far as most of the other teams, it's going to take a while for their offenses to get back on track. The Cowboys will be okay. But for both of us, I think we have to temper our expectations a little bit. I know it's just week one, but we might have to temper our expectations just a little bit. Dak was sacked six times yesterday. Right. So a lot of people... um, are giving him a hard time about him not playing very well, but when you're on your back, mm-hmm. you know, six times, that's hard. That's hard. That's Buffalo Bill esque. <laughs> uh, that's not that's not cowboy esque. Yeah. So the Cowboys will be all right there. They have um, you know, Ezekiel Elliott still. They still have most players Cole on the Beasley. offensive line. Cole Bleasley. I mean, I don't think you should be raving about Cole Bleasy. <laughs> um, Alan, how did Alan Hearns do? Alan Hearns, one reception, twenty yards. I thought he had another pass he could have caught, but one one reception, twenty yards. Mm. 
So he he wasn't that bad. Gallup, I thought they could have gotten the game a little bit more. Thompson looks like they like throwing him the ball, but I don't know how that's going to work out either. Sort of missed time to jump on that opportunity. But again, they had a bad decision too going on for on that fourth and ten. Had mm-hmm. they punt the ball with their timeouts, you get a better field position than what you would have ended up with. So that was just that was a coaching decision, right? Um, and I think they probably could have, if he had the chance to do it again, he probably did something different. Right. There's, there's a lot of similarities between the, the Cowboys and the Texans right now. Right now. Unfortunately. Unfortunately. So let's talk about these Texans, man. 27-20, the game was not that close. No. I don't want anybody to be fooled and say, oh, the, the Texans were one touchdown away from tying it. The game was not that close. We got lucky with that muff punt to give us the opportunity to score. Um, But the Texans are in the same situation. Their offense will get better over the course of the year. The defense looks solid. The weakness we've been talking about all year, cornerbacks, and that was definitely a weakness. Kevin Johnson is not ready to play in this league. He's just not. He looked like he was lost on some of those plays. Uh, I think he's going to be out for four weeks with a concussion. Wow. Anyway, so um, we need somebody else to step up. It can be anybody in the cornerback position. <laughs> anybody. I hate. If he's out there and he wants to play for the Texans and he's ready to produce, fine. Um I, I alluded to it earlier in the show, the good Tyron Matthew, even Kareem Jackson. Kareem Jackson, that combination, that's good. I like it, especially the way they played the run. They were up there. They were aggressive. There was a play that could have changed the game where Kareem Jackson came up and put put the hammer down on, um I want to say it was Burke, Burkehead. Burkehead. He fumbled, but we were, we were able to recover. The front seven looked okay. We, we got some different, decent pressure. J.J. Watt looks like. You know, he's headed in the right direction. Clowney in the right direction. We just have to solidify that uh, cornerback position and the offense. The offense has to be better. I mean, we turn the ball over on our first drive, give them an easy opportunity to score. After that, I can almost say the game is over. After that, you don't you don't give the Patriots opportunities like that. You just don't. So Tom Brady is Tom Brady. He's probably going to play to his sixty five. <laughs> Is is JJ Watt the best Watt brother anymore? Is he still the best Watt brother? Collectively, I mean, <laughs> his um his resume speaks for itself. Okay, I mean, I don't think the other Watt was defensive player of the year, was he? Not yet. No, not he yet. Well. Right, he did. He it, did. it was the Browns, but he played well. But seventeen for thirty four, one hundred seventy six yards, one touchdown, and one int. That I thought it was worse than that. Honestly, that is what I've been talking about. Even though I love the kid to death, that is what I was talking he about. He was rusty. He was very, not only was he very rusty, he played against the New England Patriots defensive team that's, they're not that great. But what we're going to find out and what I think we're going to see is a lot of these teams have kind of, they're going to, I don't want to say, I don't want to call it a sophomore slump because I don't think he's going to go through that. Mm-hmm. But for him to come, for us to think that he's going to come back and produce half as good as he did last year during those six games. I think it's crazy. So hopefully people have tempered expectations about him because I'm telling you, what what we saw last year was lightning in a bottle. We're well, not gonna it, see that in again. his first game when he came back. La- when, he, when his first game last year, he balled. Yeah. No, no, no. He he. I mean, I'm talking about oh, when he first first came right. in. He didn't start, but when he first first came in, he looked subpar. He looked subpar in this game as well. I fully expect Deshaun Watson at some point during the season to be that game changer, to be that difference maker. I know it's his sophomore year. I still expect it. I, I really do. 
I do have tempered expectations now. I do. I'm not going to lie. I know it's only week one. This is for a lot of teams in the league. It's just week one. Just hold your horses. Don't don't throw your team under the bus yet. This don't do it. <laughs> okay, that's what you want to say. But um, and I I said this earlier. It's because of that whole team. I I saw a lot of good in that defense. The defense is going to be solid. They just have to solidify that cornerback position, that that secondary. Once they do that, they're going to be in a lot of games. Even you know, I know it was a, a muff punt that really pretty much did it. But the defense helped keep the game close, even though it wasn't really that close. Deshaun Watson did not look like the Deshaun Watson we saw in those six games, but it's only one game. I I truly expect him to progress game by game and to become the man, that guy that we all expect him to be. I just do. More so than Dak Prescott. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> so far, they're both pretty. To say the least, <laughs> I mean. Dak's 23 QBR says a lot. That, and, that says a lot. You know, the, the running game is. Alfred Blue was actually running pretty good. Alfred Blue ran the ball well. I, I had to do a double take. I'm like, who is that? Yeah. Is it Foreman? Is Foreman back? I, I, Blue was running Alfred pretty Blue well. Alfred was a touchdown vulture. Wow. Vulture that touch, touchdown. <laughs> made me so mad. <laughs> I was so mad. Yeah, so. What other game can we talk about here? I thought there were I thought there were a lot of good games yesterday. So let's talk about the the Packers, the Packers and the the Bears. The Bears. You 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 mentioned Khalil Mack earlier. We could have very easily put Aaron Rodgers into the good conversation. Uh, into no. the good conversation? No. Why not? I th- I th- I think he I think he's getting way too much credit for that victory. Would would they have won without him? Twenty of thirty, uh huh, two hundred eighty six yards, three touchdowns. Uh huh. The team was down. Did you? I, I forgot the backup's name. What's his name? Kaiser. Kaiser. Deshaun Kaiser. When when Deshaun Kaiser's in that game, it was like night and day. It was. They were not moving the ball for anything. Right. They were down. I want to say twenty to three. They scored twenty one points. In the fourth quarter. Largest comeback in the 100-year history. The fourth quarter comeback in the 100-year history of the Green Bay Packers. So how can you not put Aaron Rodgers in that good conversation? First of all, if Fuller didn't let that ball beat him up in the chest, like that ball almost caught him. If he All, kept, the, greats, all the greats have some luck to it. That was, you're talking about <laughs> luck. That game was signed, sealed, delivered. Like he, I, he cried when he went to the car. He had to cry when he got to the car because I'm just like, I mean, and I'm one of the Packers. When I love Aaron Rodgers, I'm a huge fan of his. So I just think I don't think I think he had two or three should have been like dropped interceptions in that game. I don't think it was two or three. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. And so, I, hey, I'm not hating, but I'm just telling Sounds you. Sounds like a lot of hate. I'm just telling you right now. Whatever they gave that man in the locker room, I don't know if you saw his interview. He called Tom Brady. No, uh, I don't know what he did. <laughs> He's like Tom. I want you on. Did you see? The, I'm sick of this. Did you see the look in his face? Like he was like dazed. I mean, like he was like, I don't know if he was just like euphorically high off of like whatever drugs that they gave him to heal, but he just looked like his eyes were just like glossy. Like he was just like, uh, like. <laughs> Yeah, even in his interview, he just like, yeah, yeah, it was a great thing, dude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a. But hey, to come down from there and to lead his team like that, I mean, to step up in the pocket with a leg that he could barely 
walk on and to see Randall Cobb, you know, go 75 yards to the house, that was crazy. But what I was paying attention to more so was on that play, Khalil Mack looked like he dropped back in the coverage, so maybe like they ran like a zone blitz. But Khalil Mack was trying to almost caught mm-hmm. Cobb. And then Cobb was bobbing and oh, weaving. He was he was it, trucking trying yeah, to catch was, him. And at the end there, he, he didn't was, really he didn't really, really come close. But he made he a, was about three last, yards away. He, a, he made a last ditch attempt yeah. to try and get him. But. Yeah, but 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 to see a linebacker mm-hmm. do that that far down the field, seventy five mm-hmm. yards down the field. That's crazy. What to were me, the Raiders man. thinking? I don't know. God. I mean, and he was gassed after that. Like, he was I no mean, good. I understand that defensive players, you know, you looked at J.J. Watt. He was a defensive player of the year a couple of years. You know, the it doesn't really change the bar as much as a quarterback. But Khalil Mack is a special player. Man, that kid is good. You pay that man. Yeah. Since you got to deal well, with a lot of special players, you have to deal with some quote-unquote headaches. Right. But you got to pay him. Right. I mean, I don't understand it. He, he proved it right there. Can you imagine he was a... Green Bay Packers, because they were in the running, too. Yeah. That would have been. And when Chris Collinsworth said he called him and asked him if Gruden would have called and said, hey, I, you're our guy. We're going to take care of this, whatever, would that have made a difference? He said Khalil Mack said, yes, that would have made a difference. Like, he would have stayed there. And apparently him and Gruden talked, but Gruden didn't sell him on the fact that he was going to be there long term and they were going to pay him. But mm-hmm. if he if he produces numbers like that, man, I mean, poor Kaiser, that strip sack. What fumble was ridiculous. It was nasty. That was ridiculous. We need to do the good, the bad, the ugly, and the nasty. <laughs> That's what we need to do. But yeah. uh, so that was that. Was, but that was that was a good game. Congrats to the uh, pack. Mm-hmm. I'm just hoping that Rogers is healthy enough to play again. Right. He had a brace on that knee, and he wouldn't tell him. He he wouldn't lay, lead on to what it was. But they did a good job of capturing that. But you got the Minnesota Vikings in that division too, and mm-hmm. they look they look for real too. Their defense is going to be sick. Mm. Then Kirk Cousins looked good. Yeah. Mm. That's that's scary. Yeah, but Thielen and Diggs mm-hmm. and Rudolph. You know, Thielen, I hesitate to draft him this year. I drafted him. Because I, 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 I didn't know if he was going to be able to produce and do what he did last year. But that, that team looks, if Cook is the real deal and Kirk Cousins just continues to play at a high level, that's, that's a, a, a sure Super Bowl contender. Absolutely. Like, there's no question about it. Yeah. But back to Aaron Rodgers real quick. Um, We are kind of giving him more credit than he deserves in that game. But as I was watching the game, I'm like, is this really happening? (laughs) I thought it was almost like it was watching a movie. Like, this is scripted? Yeah. You know, he he gets hurt. He goes out. The the team offense looks so lethargic that they couldn't do anything. Then he comes back in, and all of a sudden, you know, they score 21 points in the fourth quarter. Yep. The receivers had a lot to do with it too, though. They made some great um yards after the catch. Um it, it was a good game. It was a good game. All 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 in all. The stars shined bright yeah. in that game for Absolutely. sure. Yeah. It was Willis Reed esque, uh, but only in, in football instead of in, in basketball. But to see him go off and do that, I, I, once he went in the tent and then got on that cart, it didn't look good. The fact that he got in the front of the cart instead of the back of the cart made it look a little bit better. But yeah, that didn't look good, man. I was I was worried, but glad he's all right. Hopefully that all works out and he's good to go. All right. So if I say fifteen of twenty seven, two hundred fifty six yards and four touchdowns, no interceptions, who do you think I'm talking about? Say the repeat that one more time. Fifteen of twenty six, two hundred and fifty six yards and four touchdowns. Who am I talking about? Fitzpatrick. No. No, he had four hundred something yards. He did. Who is that? 
Patrick Mahomes. Oh, yeah. Play pretty good. Are we going to start hearing the chatter of uh, Mahomes is better than than Dak Prescott, Deshaun Watson, better not. and all those? <laughs> better not. It's one game. You but even know. though it does, was one game, that's exactly what the Chiefs wanted to see out of their, their young quarterback. Um, Phillip Rivers was still Phillip Rivers. It just seems like it's the same old story for him. He, he had 424 yards, 31 of, I mean, 34, 51, three touchdowns, an interception. And he was still on the losing end of that. Drew Brees also had a phenomenal game. He was on the losing end of that. That's embarrassing for the, the Saints, but more on the, the Chiefs. That, that, that Chiefs team is going to overtake the Steelers. That's going to be the second best team in the AFC to me. I'm, the New England is New England. They're going to, they're going to be on top. I, I mean, the way that this, that game was even close. Not, not, not even close to being close. I, I, see, I, I, it, I it's wide open. It's I really wide open. Agree with you. It, it's just week one. I know, I know, I know. But, that, but the Chiefs were there last year too. Yeah, but to see Tyreek Hill come out, bust off a kickoff return, right? Mm-hmm. For, but it's always been part of their game. The Kansas City Chiefs, right, special teams. Right, but that, but I think that's what kind of changed the pace of that game. So the, the Chargers were basically playing catch-up the entire time. Mm. And, they, and and with Tyreek Hill on the floor, I'm on, on the floor, I'm on thinking the floor. basketball. <laughs> but Tyreek Hill on the field with with Mahomes' big arm, we are in for a treat. Not, and I'm documenting and saying that in this group, too. It's going to be interesting to see them because he's going to extend plays a little bit longer. Mm-hmm. And he, Dudu could throw the ball 80 yards, probably further. I mean, he could throw the ball so far. And Tyreek Hill, it's um, almost impossible to overthrow him. And if he gets the ball in space, he's out of there, out of there. And they're, they're, going, they're going to be good. And I don't think the Steelers are the, the, the second best team in the division without, in the conference without Le'Veon Bell. Um, so and with Ben Roethlisberger playing like yeah boo boo yeah but if you want to give that to the Chiefs right now go ahead and crown their ass <laughs> <laughs> but you could you probably could <sighs> they they definitely looked better than most than than most teams yeah I mean um, Jacksonville they didn't look great but their defense still looked like their defense yeah. um, elite defense yeah. um, but I don't know if Blake Boros is going to get them over that hump man I mean. That's the problem with that team is that quarterback position. Um, I, I I can tell you this. I agree with you when it comes to that because Blake Bortles was definitely Blake Bortles. Mm-hmm. But I can tell you this much. If if that defense doesn't get hurt, they're going to be in trouble without Fournette. I don't know exactly what the deal is. Yeah. Him. I haven't seen I the reports. I forgot he was hurt. Yeah. I haven't seen the reports on him. They're going to be in big trouble. But defensively, you're going to have to score. You're going to have to you're going to have to score on them, which is going to be very very hard to do. And the Giants showed that yesterday. I mean, poor Eli. Eli, Eli is just he's out of there. Um, I don't know what they're going to do with him. But if you if you can't put up a bunch of points, it's going to be really tough to beat uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, Blake Bortles. He went 18 of 33, 176 yards. He had a touchdown and an interception. Um, Eli, he was 23 of 37, 224. No touchdowns in the INT. 23 of 37? Yeah, 23 of 37 for your boy Eli Manning. 23 of 37. Wow. I mean. Don't say my boy. I thought you liked Eli. No. Did you say that he was uh, the best Manning? Oh, that no, was. That definitely, definitely not me. That was Little Pookie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> little Daryl. Little Daryl. Shout out to Little Daryl. Uh, he said that Eli is the best, best Manning. Um, but, um, 
Barkley played. He played solid. That uh, that sixty-five yard touchdown run was electric. But uh, yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're podcasting during the game. The Jets are up seventeen to seven. The Jets. <laughs> <laughs> the Jets. Surprise team of the <laughs> of the 2018 Sam, season. Sam Darnold's first pass is a pick six, and he comes back from that, mm. and they're winning 17 to seven with a minute to go in the first half. There's still a lot of game left. A lot of game. Ah <sighs> man, that's gonna that that's gonna turn the world upside down. That's gonna turn the world upside down, and the New York media, the largest media market in the country, is gonna go bananas. Bananas. So, what did you think of um, Andrew Luck's return? Did I or did not did I or did I not tell you that he was the truth? And I want to mention that I, I saw what he was able to do with Ebron at that practice that I got a chance to go see, and they're dangerous. They're 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 not going to be an explosive team. They're not. But they're going to be watch. They're going to be dangerous because that of kid Wil- Wilkins. I want to say the yeah. They're, they're going to be Andrew Luck. That's his first game basically in a long, in a long time. Mm-hmm. So he hasn't really played much at all. But I think what, I want to say he didn't really miss a beat. <laughs> he looked, he looked like regular old Andrew Luck. Like we thought it was going to be a, a progression, but he looked like the same old Andrew Luck in that game. Mm-hmm. Um, they're going to be dangerous for sure. That's the, the right in word division, to use. Think, in the division. Yeah. In the yes. division is going to be dangerous. Yeah. They're going to be definitely dangerous. They're going to, they're going to beat a couple of teams here and there that they're not supposed to beat, but because they have Andrew Luck at the helm, they're going to be able to do it. Um, I just hope that the offensive line still look kind of shaky in that game. I just hope that they he can stay healthy. I'm just so happy that Marvin Lewis the, mm-hmm. will probably be the AFC. I'm <laughs> 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 so glad Marvin Lewis was able to handle this business. This is I'm a so classic. This is a classic overreaction to this. A week. It's week one. I told you the Bengals would win that game. I was actually a, a right on a lot of my picks. A <laughs> lot of them. Yes, I picked the Bengals to win. I didn't pick a tie for the the Browns and the Steelers, but I did pick the Bengals to win going into the the Indianapolis. That's funny, but yeah, Andrew Luck did look he looked he looked pretty good. Um, thirty nine of fifty three. I mean, coming off of what he's been through, how do you throw fifty three passes? Man, did you? Well, that's that's true. But did you hear the report before the game? Saying that he had a snowboarding incident or skiing incident. I didn't hear that. No. Yeah. So he had an incident that was unreported to everybody else, but he apparently hurt his shoulder, apparently not the throwing shoulder, but he had another injury in 2015 um, where he was skiing or snowboarding or something like that. And he, uh, he had an injury, immediately called the team, told him what happened, but that was undisclosed until just a couple of days ago. Mm. But yeah, he's, they, they definitely said, Hey, if you're our man, show us and prove us. Prove it to us, and he did. I mean, I think he put them in position to win that game. Jack Doyle doesn't fumble that. I mean, th- that that the game ends completely different because all they needed was a field goal, right, um, to win that game. They took that to the house, right? Housework yeah. it's out of the longest name I've ever seen in professional sports. I don't know what that kid's name. I don't even know how they pronounced it. Mm-hmm. Uh, the kid who returned the kick of the the fumble recovery. I, I felt if of all the games I saw yesterday, I felt the worst for that. Yeah, I felt I felt bad for that. Um. And then the kid from Texas A&M that blew it against Clemson. Uh-huh. Uh, I felt bad for that kid too. Small dumb college. Yeah. Um, it's week one. We're going to keep on emphasizing it as week one. A lot of these teams are going to going to bounce back. Um, 
which teams that lost this first week do you really feel that it's concerned for? Like honest concern. Like you're you should be concerned about your team so if, coming out of week one. If I can not not necessarily teams not the Buffalo Bills. Everybody knew that they might not be good this year. So there's teams that maybe had high expectations that now after week one, you see some cause for concern. We've kind of talked about the Cowboys and Texans a lot. So I'm going to leave them alone. We talked about them enough. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I don't I'm, think we talk about them enough. I'm concerned for the Atlanta Falcons. Mm-hmm. I'm really concerned for them. I'm concerned for the Steelers. Oh, yeah. The Steelers are in trouble. The Steelers are in trouble. Yeah. They're in that, trouble. that, that, that. I mentioned earlier that the uh, the New England Patriots, my bold prediction was that the Patriots might miss the playoffs this year. Brady's going to fall off, all this other stuff, blah, 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 blah. How do you feel about that? Yeah, right. <laughs> the guy's a machine. He's on something. I'm not going to say nothing, but the the Pittsburgh Steelers might miss the playoffs. Wow. Yeah. If, if Ben Roethlisberger does not get any better, if Mike Tomlin does not hold that team together, they might miss the, miss the playoffs, man. You know, I feel bad for, and I'm concerned for the Tennessee Titans. The injuries they had yesterday, the injuries, the injuries that they had just with uh-huh. Mariota. He Lujan, hurt his elbow, right? Uh, was it his elbow? I think it was his elbow. Yeah, yeah. but him, Luhan, um, with them going out, that's going to hurt. That's going to really, really hurt. They, 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 t- they took one on the chin yesterday. And they lost to Ryan Tannehill, mm-hmm. and he looked all right. A Dolphins team in one of the longest games in NFL history. All delays, <laughs> goodness gracious! I was looking on the tracker. I'm like, fourth quarter. It's, all the second half games are in progress. I'm like, right. this is the first half game. This <laughs> happened in the first, you know, twelve <laughs> o'clock. One of my fantasy up wasn't yeah. updating. I was like, what's going on here? But so I look at the guy I'm playing. He had, I think, he had two players on the each side. So I'm like, okay, I'm still in the game. But I look at it, they haven't even gotten to the second half. I was like, oh, no, I'm not. I, I lost. <laughs> I lost my first game. So Yeah. But, yeah, so I think the, the Titans, they injuries. But, again, injuries for anybody in the NFL, one major injury, two major injuries, you're, you're pretty much done. But Especially one, quarterback position. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And so, but that, the, the Titans, I'm a little concerned. The Falcons, I got a lot of concern for them, to be honest with you. I'm not worried about the Saints. I think I'm, you can't stop them. I'm worried a little bit because we talked about offenses going into the season that they're going to be a step behind. You would think that a defense playing against a backup quarterback would be able to stop Fitzpatrick and not let them score 48 points. I don't know if you looked into this or not, but all the daily fantasy sites and the the fantasy football sites had this Saints defense being as one of the top defenses Mm. in the NFL this year. They really thought Mm. they were going to do well. They had a solid year last year. And, yeah, they... they, We talked about this on this podcast. It it wasn't like how they they were when they went to the Super Bowl. Right. That was a very opportunistic defense. They got a lot of turnovers. Right. This defense last year was pretty solid until the last play of that divisional game where they let Stephon Diggs run to the end zone. Yeah. Um, I really do think that if the New Orleans States win that game, they might have been in the Super Bowl. Probably. I mean, they, they would have been able to hang with Philadelphia. They had the offensive the power to do so, but that's neither here or there. That defense has to do something. They looked awful. Yeah. God awful. Ryan Fitzpatrick like a, an elite quarterback. Yeah. I know uh, David Johnson got himself $90 million extension. As well, but the Cardinals didn't look good, very no, good. The Car- but we we already knew the Cardinals would not I be that good. I didn't think Bradford was going to be that bad. Mm. I don't think it's mm. going to be that bad. <laughs> that was- we, we, we didn't have high expectations for the, the Cardinals. 
I think Atlanta will bounce back. I, I do. So. I, 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 hope I think so. they'll bounce back. I, I do think it's going to be tough. That division is going to be tough. I, I, I did not think they would Ooh. be that 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 dude, but they're that dude. That division is going to be. That division is going to be. I mean, you, you just saw what Tembe did. Just <laughs> <laughs> wait till if Jameis Winston comes back and he's able to, you know, pick off where Fitzpatrick left off. But you know how Fitzpatrick is. He might come next week and, and throw a dud. That's that's just been his career. So we don't know what to expect, but they they proved that they can hang with Norman the Saints. But that division is going to be that's going to be, that's the best division in the league, right? It it really is. Yeah, I I was thinking that it, the NFC East is going to be that division, but I really think now that um that division will probably be the most they're they're going to be the most competitive and be one of those the ones that we've got to really really look out for. So 21 of 30, 255, two touchdowns. Who am I talking about? One of your boys. One, one of your your guys who says going to have a good year this Alex year. Alex Smith. Alex Smith. I mean, no one's really talking about the Redskins. I told you. you see, I told you. You, see, you guys should see Trey. He puts his I finger up. I, I told you. I told you. <laughs> Taste your soup. Taste your soup. Um. I mean, they, they played against the Cardinals. They did play against the Cardinals, I mean, but Alex Smith it was not the type of person to lose you football games. Adrian Peterson looked like Adrian Peterson of old. <laughs> yes, he did, and that was with barely no practice and a brand new team and a brand new scheme and everything else. I'm terrified of this. I, as a Cowboy fan, they're I'm terrified solid. Of they're a solid well team. They're exactly well that's rounded. a very good way to put. It. They're a well-rounded team. I think they're going to. They're not going to surprise anybody though. It's probably a playoff team. They might win a game here in the playoffs. Scary. Stay. I don't. I don't necessarily think they're scary. I don't. I, I'm not talk, calling them. A they're Super not. Bowl. They're not going to lose any games. Like you know, Alex is not going to lose any games for you. But they're not really going to overpower any teams I either. I think they're going to be much better than what people. Mm. Thought they're going to be in all their games. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, this will this will be one of those teams that you sleep on them and turn the ball over once or twice, yes. and, and, yes. and you're yes. you're not able to come back. They play ball control. Mm-hmm. Um. Again, Alex Smith getting outside the pocket, beating you with his feet when he absolutely has to, and then you're handing the ball off to Adrian Peterson and then dumping the ball out of the backfield to Chris Thompson. Like, what What do you do? The game wasn't even that close. Yeah. It, it was wasn't. It was 21-0 at halftime. Adrian Peterson, 96 yards, one touchdown. Dude. That's, <laughs> like you said it. They're a well-rounded team. If they Any team that goes to the playoffs has a chance. Can I call my shot right now? Call your shot, bro. He'll be in the top three in the NFL in rushing. Adrian Peterson? Adrian Peterson. In the that NFL? Age, in the NFL, he will be mm. the, in the top three in rushing. Mm, I don't know about that. Watch. Mark I the tape. I don't know about that. Mark the tape. <laughs> I cannot agree mark with that. Mark the tape. Just I mark cannot the tape. agree with that, bro. I just can't do it. I'm just telling you. You got David Watch. Johnson, Todd Gurley, Melvin Barkley, Gordon. Melvin Gordon. I don't know, man. Adrian Peterson will Adrian, be in the top Adrian, three. I know Adrian in Peterson. The NFL. He is an ageless wonder. I know that. But eventually, you know, things are going to stack up against him. I don't think it's going to be top three. I, I would, I would, I would, I would go with top, top eight, seven, maybe, maybe even top five, maybe. But I can't say top three. I just can't. I can't do it. I will mark the tape, sir. Mark it. <laughs> All right. So, anything else in the NFL you want to dibble dabble on? No, any I, other games? I, 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 the NFL is over for me right now. <laughs> <laughs> we did talk about Minnesota a little bit. Um, they played San Francisco. Jimmy Garoppolo did not look good. 
at all. I picked him up. If he's he, on my team. If but he, that's another situation where I do think that Kyle Shanahan is going to get everything in order. Bro, you can't. The dude didn't have that type of experience. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like paying Deshaun Watson $130 million, $118 million to go to be your franchise quarterback. And they've had about basically the same number of starts. Yeah. I mean, but by, when he got his contract, he, they had about the same number of starts. I mean, he's not bad, but he's not that guy. He is. I think it's too early to say he's, he's not, not that, that guy. He's not that guy. I don't know yet. I really don't know yet. But I don't know yet based either. Off, I'm just calling it. Okay. I, I understand that. <laughs> but based off week one, it does not look positive. But he does have Shanahan on his side. He knows how to produce on offense. So only time will tell. I do think the offense will get better. They were playing against Minnesota. That defense is good. That defense is elite. They make a lot of quarterbacks look bad. They make elite quarterbacks look bad sometimes. So we have to wait and see on that. Yeah, that's that, that that's gonna be that's gonna be very interesting. Very, very, very interesting. But yeah, I don't I don't I don't see them they they, they need a running back. Um Alfred Morris just isn't going to cut it. Right now, yeah, one good year I think. And Breda, yeah, with the Redskins, but Breda uh, actually had a decent year with the Cowboys too. Um, but Breda's, the, I mean, the receiving core, Pettis looks like a beast. Mm-hmm. Um, he he looks like a, he looks like a beast. But I, I just don't see Garoppolo being that guy. And when offense defenses catch on to him and his style, and they can game plan for you, things get a little different. Right. So if I say twenty five of thirty nine. 329 yards, three touchdowns, three interceptions. Who am I talking about? Ben Roethlisberger. No. Three interceptions yesterday? H-Town hero. Case Keenum. Case Keenum. Yeah. I told you. Didn't I say it? <laughs> I got my finger up too now. I said the Denver Broncos would win that game. Yeah. Um, Case Keenum was Case Keenum. You know the Seahawks have lost like six home week one games? Yeah. In a row, I want to say that. But one is six. They're one and six now. It's not a good record. No, it's not. Um, but Denver is it's hard to win in mile high. There are a couple of places that are very difficult to play, no matter how good or bad that team is. Mile high is one of them. Um, Arrowhead is another difficult Absolutely. place to play. So Case Keenan wasn't. He let it go. He let it fly. That's basically what I want to say about that game. He just let it go. He let it rip. Um, he had flashes there where he looked. Classic Case Keenum, and they had some other moments where he looked classic Case Keenum. Right. I mean, the good and the right. bad. Uh, we could have a good, bad, and ugly about him, but Denver prevailed. They were able to beat the Seahawks twenty-seven to twenty-four. Um, Russell Wilson, mm, he looked all right. He had two crucial interceptions, nineteen and thirty-three, three touchdowns. But that Seattle team, I think they're on their their way. This is going to be a difficult year for them. I, I think they're they're in the same boat, if you will. I tell you, Earl Thomas. Look good. Yeah. I mean, like for him not being able to play or, or, or participate in the preseason. They should have to the Cowboys. I wish, man, I wish. But my, my analogy, they kind of remind me of what the Cowboys are going through right now. They don't have a true number one receiver. The Cowboys do have a running back. They don't. Um, in my opinion, they've got a decent defense. I want to say their defense will be decent. It's decent. It's decent. It's not the Seattle Seahawks defense we've had in the past, but it's really hard. I mean, Brandon Marshall looked like he was a young chicken again. Like yeah. I was like, whoa. But if that's the best receiver you got, you got Lockett, I know. You got Baldwin. But I, I just don't see them having that true 
guy mm-hmm. on their on their team, and so I think it's going to be a little bit different. So Russell Wilson's style is going to be able to remain the same, but they're not going to be able to stretch the field and score because I think their defense is going to give up more than what they're used to. Right, and so I think they're going to have to score more than what they're used to. And I don't mm-hmm. know, I don't know how that's going to work. It's not going to work. I'll tell you right now, the Seahawks going to miss the playoffs this year again. They are. I don't. I just don't see them doing it. They don't have enough uh, firepower. Back in their heyday, they had the, the Legion of Boom. They had a uh, Marshawn Lynch. It's Russell Wilson or, or bust right now. Yeah. If, if Russell Wilson, I mean, he's going to keep the, the the ship afloat, but I don't think he's going to be able to get them over the hump. They they might be a seven eight win team at best right now. Looking at game the week yeah. one, we talk about not overreacting on week one, but I don't know. I, I just don't see the Seahawks doing it. They don't have a running game. Yeah, but I mean, they'll beat the. The Cardinals twice. Yep. They'll, yep. they'll, they might split with the 49ers, but I could see them beating the 49ers twice. I could But see I wouldn't that. be surprised they split that either. Right. The, the 49ers and them, you can see the 49ers winning at home. The, the Seahawks are not that good. Right. They're just not. And then the Rams, I mean, they're, they always play the Rams. The Rams, they play the Rams. They, yeah, they do. The, but the Rams, they're a different animal. I think they're going to be a different animal we'll this year. Find out. Yeah, I, I just do. They have some new additions on defense too, I want to say. Yeah. Um, the Rams are going to beat the Seahawks twice. I, 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 that's why I won't be surprised if the Rams beat the Seahawks twice. Wow. Uh, that, that's a, it's a, definitely a change in the guard. Um, and I just, I just feel, I love Pete Carroll. I love Russell Wilson. Um, I love Earl Thomas, wish he was a Dallas Cowboy, but they've got, uh, they've got their work cut out for them, but they kind of did this to themselves, to be honest with you. Oh, yeah, no doubt. All, all elite teams eventually. At some point in time, fall off unless you're the New England Patriots. God yeah. damn it. <laughs> I cannot stand the Patriots, man. Oh, my goodness. So, let's talk a little tennis, shall we? Oh, shall we serve it up for some tennis? <laughs> Serena Williams went on a tirade. U.S. Open final. She was taking three points taken away from her. Right, a, well, a point and a point, and then a, yeah, it was a point and then a game. Yeah, because yeah. it goes point, game, set, match. Right. Yeah. So she got deducted a point and then a game, and then yeah, it was over after that. So she got deducted a point because it was said that the coach was helping her. So the first, the first was a warning. The first. Basically, unsportsmanlike conduct was a warning. That was because the umpire thought the coach was helping her. She lost a point when she slammed her racket into the ground. Okay. And then a little bit later, her and the chair umpire were discussing what happened, and she called him a thief, and then she loses the game on that, uh, which basically was the beginning of the end uh, for her. She was being outplayed. Be honest with you, she wasn't going to win anyway. Just going to be honest with you, she wasn't going to win. Um, Naomi Osaka was just that much better than her that day. You counting Serena out just like that? She was out. She was, she was out, out of there. She was out of there. Like she was not going to come back and win that match. She wasn't. Um, so, have you ever been really like disappointed in somebody, and then a few minutes later been like very proud of them? Like that's that's exactly how I felt. Yes, yes. because she flat out lied. Mm -hmm. They were cheating. Maybe she didn't see what he was doing, like telling her where to go. Mm -hmm. But when your coach admits that he was coaching you and that he does it every game, and you were just yelling at the umpire saying, "Hey, I don't cheat. I'd rather lose than cheat." 
that, that kind of looked bad. And then you owe me an apology. You owe me an apology because you're a thief and you stole that point from me. I was just like, come on, Serena. Like, you're better than that. I got where she was coming. I know the frustration. But this match was over. I'm just being honest with you. It was over. Right. Um, and the tirade she ran on, and it was just bad. And then the way she held, upheld herself when they were on the podium changed my whole opinion about the whole Yeah. Game. This this whole, the way we start off this podcast, the good, the bad, and the ugly was very appropriate. Yeah. It could have been all that in yeah, that tennis in that, match. In that tennis match. Um, the boos were raining down afterwards in that match. Serena told the crowd, please don't, don't boo. Um, both women were in, actually were in tears mm-hmm. on the podium. Um, then after the game, her post, um, interview was, she was yelling sexism. If another, if a male tennis star had called an official a thief, nothing would have happened to him. That's what she, that she was, that's what she was claiming. And I, I agree with her on, She's on right. that. I she mean, is. I mean, she just, they do not get, the same level of respect that the men tennis players get. And this, this is in all sports, honestly. WNBA players don't get the same level of respect that NBA players get. I mean, it's, it's different, but it's still the same. Um, and then she is arguably the biggest tennis star in the world. Absolutely. So for her not to get that level of respect, and it, you know, it started with the whole uniform thing, right? They banned her from wearing the cat suit. A lot of men across the world were disappointed. I mean, <laughs> one of them, I was very disappointed. But, um, yeah, I, I agree with you. There, there was a level of disappointment, but in sports, when you have passion like that, it's just, that's just how it's going to show sometimes. I've seen all athletes do it. Steph Curry, LeBron James, Michael Jordan, um, Reggie Miller, McEnroe. There's certain points of, of the game where they get emotional and those things happen. But you have to show her the same level of respect that you show these male athletes. Yeah. And it just wasn't shown. It wasn't right. I mean, and, At all. And, and, and you've heard them, you know, and it was funny how they can, you know, let you hear what they want you to hear mm-hmm. uh, on the broadcast. But for her to, she brought up some very valid points and they really can't even refute that. Even the, the administrators from the tournament were just looking at her like, you're right. We've all heard it. We've all heard it. Um, the males be able to bash uh, the umpires and, and it's not even it's stuff. not even bashing. Yeah, it's it's they're they're straight just, I mean, going off on them. Yeah, I mean, like yeah, like are you do you want to fight? Like yeah. I get to see the official. Do you want to fight or something? <laughs> but I mean, and then for her to just, you're a thief, Trey. How do you feel? <laughs> you okay? You still okay, right? Right. You, nothing's gonna change. But if I call you an mfr, right. Then we, we might have some work. That's a different story. I mean, they cuss these officials on a daily, every single match, and I'm not. I'm not talking. About, I'm not just talking about the stars. I'm talking about you know. The, and then Serena Williams is a big time star, and they're treating her like she's not. Yeah. I'm not saying that they should have star privilege, but she's a big time yeah, star. But I mean, it's like those NBA players that play with five fouls for the last eight minutes. Of the right. Game. Right. Like it's just like uh, yeah, right yeah, or when, wrong. Yeah, but you know, they're they're just they're they're what carries carried the league yeah but what but what got me i mean like i was proud of the way she handled herself when they were on the podium we had a 20 year old um young lady win the u.s open um first time anyone male or female in her country ever wins you little 20 year old lady wants 3.8 million dollars um i think she was very candid and i love the fact that she didn't even want to go back you know, and answer the questions, um, Rinaldi's questions. But when she was like, you know, I'm sorry. I know this is the way everybody wanted to end it, man. I, my heart melted for that little right. girl, man. I was just like, 
they kind of stole her moment. Yes. And that umpire and Serena's actions earlier kind of stole her moment because the world didn't really let her, you know, shine into what it was. And she was out there by herself. I, I would assume her parents or somebody would have been down there with her, but nobody. Then she calls the parents out for not really watching her play and stuff like that. I was like, whoa. Damn. Yeah. I was like, they, but it, they robbed that little girl of her moment. Young lady, I'm sorry. She will have more moments. Yeah, I, I think she will too. But that but that first one, beating your idol, beating the, the arguably one of the top, Five tennis players by name ever. The best women's tennis yeah. player of all time. Ever. You beat ever. her. You beat her. Um, that's that's crazy to me. Uh so I, I wish they would have I wish it would have gone a little bit different and that wouldn't have been that uh spectacle wouldn't have been um, you know, taken away from what that from from what Naomi accomplished. But congratulations to her. Serena, when she got on the podium, I was I was literally yelling at the TV like, be the bigger person, be the bigger person. And she did. And she did. And she hugged her and, you know, yeah. told everybody to stop booing and I thought that was a class act from somebody like her. And then when she had the chance to talk about it, whether people agree with her or not, at least I thought she handled that profession. That's what a professional does. Absolutely. So kudos to Serena for that. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, she has carried herself pretty well throughout her career. Right. Um, there's a lot of pressure on her. I doesn't mean just in, in general. She's a role model to all these women, not just African-American women. Absolutely. Just women in general. Absolutely. And um, when when you play sports, we had a, a young lady on not too long ago, um, Mizzy. Shout out to Mizzy. Thank you for being on the podcast again. But, uh, you know, you have to carry yourself in a certain way, especially as a female. She talked about um, saying a trail for other females. She might not get all of the, um, what, what I want to say, um, all the reward and all the sacrifice will, will, will come in time. The women after her will get all Absolutely. that. So she's, it's almost similar to what, you know, Kaepernick is doing. The sacrifice will will show in his time afterwards. He's going to be the sacrificial lamb for everything, and afterwards, all the other athletes are going to reap the rewards of what he's done. Same thing for with Serena. After she's done everything, you know, we'll we'll have more respect in general for women's sports. Because I mean, it was it was the whole thing was just it was a spectacle. Naomi should have got a lot more. You know, all we're talking about is Serena and what happened with her. We're not talking enough about her winning that actual match. Absolutely. The U.S. Open. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, come on. Yeah. Against Serena. In straight sets. In straight sets. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it wasn't, it was, what, 6'2", 6'3", something like that? It was not close. It wasn't even really close. Mm -hmm. I mean, I know Serena is, you know, she's getting up there in age. She's getting a little bit older. But, I mean, she's still the, you know, the, the, you know what? She's Serena. She's Serena. Yeah. I know. When, When they first came out, Venus and Serena, I thought Venus might be better, but I was wrong about that. Yeah. You know, it was crazy. Um, for me, I was going back and forth, you know, watching tennis and golf and football, you know, at the whole time because I was just, I was blown away, man. Mm-hmm. A lot going on. A lot. So much. I was like, man, this is a great time in sports. Yeah. You know, shout out to Tiger Woods, finished tied for six. Uh, moving Tiger's back, right man. Here. That dude. I know is, people, people don't want to say it yet. He was 17 under. The winner, the leader went into a uh, playoff and won at 20 under. Tiger was mm. a seventeen. I like just to put to say that in a sentence blows mm. my mind. Tiger was definitely back. <laughs> that blows we want to talk about tirades. <laughs> I mean, if, I mean, I'm saying all the greats. He, That's true. Tiger, he destroys a golf course <laughs> when he's <laughs> upset, and he, if he's talking to an official, he's saying some nasty words to them. But he's talking to himself. I've heard people say that he is kind of disrespectful what he does when he gets upset. But that's just. That comes with sports. I think a lot of them do, and it doesn't excuse them for being, you know, I mean, 
Tiger Woods is ranked 26 in the world mm. right now. Like to think that he was 700 and some crazy number. I think he was actually ranked lower than that. Um, I think that just, that just, that just blows my mind, man. That just, that just blows my mind. So I'm happy to see that he's back, um, and doing his thing. Um, but sports like tennis getting the limelight this weekend and on busy weekend with the NFL and college football just getting underway. It's a great time to be a sports fan. I mean, a great, great time to be a sports fan. Unless you're a cowboy or Texan fan. Correct. Oh. You think we'll, we'll have two winless teams by the time they meet? <laughs> no, we we got this dub. We got this dub. Uh, I don't know about y'all. I don't know. I don't know about the Cowboys either, bro. The Giants, bro. You think? Do you think the Giants? The Giants, the Giants were not. The Cowboys were not that much better than the Giants. Yes, we were. No, no. They, y'all we had the, the y'all had the same issues that the the Cowboys have. We got the cow. We got the Giants, Seahawks, Lions. Three and oh, one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Three and one. Yeah, I was gonna blow one of those games. Be three one. The where's that game being played at? Seattle. Yeah, that's one of those. That's one of those places too. I talk about. <laughs> that is definitely a difficult place I didn't, to play. I didn't say anything because I didn't want you to hold that against me. When <laughs> I talked about the Cowboys <laughs> right there in two they weeks. Very, you can be a very good team going into that um, stadium and still lose. We're gonna, that, come, we're gonna come to Houston three one. Those are those are probably the top three hardest places to play in the NFL. Arrowhead, Mile High. And uh, I don't, I can't, I don't know the name of Seattle where they play. I think those are the top three the most difficult places to play. CenturyLink. CenturyLink, yes. Yeah. But that's harder than to play in Gillette Stadium with a. <laughs> yes, it's loud. Oh no, 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 no! It's loud. New England, New England has yeah. Uh, well, I really can't gauge it because their team is so darn right. so good. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? You. That's fair. That's the, fair. the other three teams I've named, they've got some bad seasons where they've actually still worked. In the game because of the crowd. Yeah. So I don't know, but that is very a very difficult place to play. No, in, no, no doubt. In, in Seattle, it's like you could feel yes. the noise. I've been to a couple games there. You can feel it. Like mm. it's it's ridiculous. The but, energy there is ridiculous. Yeah. But hopefully next week we got a this this show will be a little bit more exciting for mm-hmm. the two of us. For at us least. at least. Yeah, the two of us. Because we we got to have a we have to have a good record for both teams going into that game, right? I mean, can't can't we have that? Oh, we will. We I hope will. So. We will. We're gonna we're gonna be live. Cowboy Nation, we're not giving up yet. But I mean, one one thing that I'm not is I'm not gonna be that guy who just thinks that everything is all peachy and you know, we can't mess up and we're just that good and we're gonna no, no, I'm just gonna call it what it is and right now we stink. We stink. Texans you stink too, man. Right now, you guys stink. Giants and Lions tied up. The Lions came back. Not a big surprise. We're, we're just surprised about the start. <laughs> the start the Jets had. Yeah. Um, we'll see how the Lions play out this year with that new coach, Matt Patricia. Should be good. Should, Should be, be good. good. Got anything else, buddy? Nope. King James, 19 days. 19 days. 19. <laughs> the basketball season is going to be interesting. It's going to be great. I mean, I mean, I know we're already crowning the Warriors. The champions, but there are a lot of teams out there that can compete with the Warriors. I, I know it's NFL season, so we haven't really been talking about it. Mm-hmm. But I've been reading a lot that people really think that the Lakers can make the Western Conference Finals. People really, not me, there are a lot not of Lakers out there. I'm <laughs> <laughs> maybe no, no. But, but no, I want to say Stephen A. Smith and somebody else wrote an article talking about how the Lakers. Were, I'm like, what? Look, like look. I don't want to be that guy. But no, no, no. I to be honest with you, I think me and Chris had a, a discussion about this. Whenever you have LeBron James on your team. 
there's hope. Mm-hmm. No doubt. That Cavs team that he took to the finals last year, they don't make the playoffs without him. You right. can argue that. And that team was not as good as this Lakers team. Right, right. They are in the Western Conference, but you don't want to face that team first round of the playoffs with LeBron James because the playoffs is a totally different animal. And LeBron James, he's been to, I want to say, eight or nine consecutive finals, so he has some experience. Yeah. And there are a couple other players on that team that have experience as well. You have Rondo also there as well. So that's a it's a little bit more than a scary team to face in the first round, but if they get the, the wheels turning, they get some momentum, you have a injury here or there, you know. I, I do kid when I say they have no chance to get to Western Conference Finals because I'm a Rockets fan, and I think it will be Rockets and Warriors again. But when you have LeBron James, don't do that. Don't do that, Trey. When you have LeBron James, anything is possible. Absolutely. And uh, next show, man, we got we to gotta shout out to some baseball because I don't want to hear baseball talk on this podcast and we're going to go the whole season without giving these teams some love we are in this the next so the Astros all the a lot of the baseball teams this base the baseball if you if you listen to this podcast do you, do you know the Astros thing is never settled right <laughs> so I'm not settling for anything less than the Astros you don't have to settle for anything less. <laughs> I'm just telling you right now pretty soon you're going to be like man did you watch that baseball game last night or is just, this an Astro game yeah I can't believe that oh man Shout I can't. I can't. Atlanta Braves, Tomahawk Nation. Oh, blah, blah. <laughs> I only miss the Astros. I love the Astros. Best playoff format in sports. Outside, outside of the NCAA tournament, the best playoff format in sports is Major League Baseball, hands down. <laughs> hands down. I'm not going to agree or disagree with that. I'm not going to agree. But the best home run celebration, hand down. Is the Astros? Get out of here! <laughs> <laughs> That's so. I love the Astros. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for tuning into the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. We had a lot of interesting topics to discuss today. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please subscribe. You can do that on our website, or you can do that on Podbeam. Um, the website is newchannelsports.com. You can follow us on Podbeam. That's newchannelsports.podbeam.com. And that's new channel spelled N-U-C-H-A-N-N-E-L sports. Is that it? Is it? Until next time, Bulls on Parade. <laughs> or Cab. Thanks for listening to the new channel sports podcast. Leave comments. Please rate the podcast with five stars and don't forget to subscribe. 